0: Welcome to Disney vs. We're not dead, I promise, we're back.
1: <laughs>
0: this is the podcast where we have animated discussions about animated movies. I'm Tori.
2: I'm Grace. And I'm Heather.
0: If you're new to the show, welcome. You picked a great time to tune in because we've been gone for a while. This is a show where we take 64 Disney and Pixar movies, we rank them in a March Madness style bracket, and we talk, discuss, and debate them. So we have a true winner, but we're not doing that this show because we are rusty and have to get back into it. So we're going to talk about (laughs) everything but that.
2: Is is that why or is it because there's just a ton that's happened?
0: The answer to that question is yes. Oh, it's a bit of both. Both of those. Okay. We've been gone for what? Two months.
1: Two months. About, yeah.
0: Basically, we were on vacation, and by vacation, I mean we were doing adult things and getting jobs, etc. My vacation moving. is
2: starting my career. Ooh, moving. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, you sound really excited about that. I got
0: <laughs> we bills just started to extended pay.
2: hours. Yeah,
3: like this whole week, I've been there like nine and a half to ten hours every day, and I was just told today. By the way, you have to work every Saturday. And possibly Sundays if we need to. And I'm just
2: like, oh, that's the story of my life. Where do you, what do you do? I fix instruments. Oh, you and Tori. I, yep.
0: I sling instruments instead of fixing them. I am an instrument dealer, as it were.
2: Um, I still make coffee. <laughs> yeah.
0: Grace is the one that keeps us all functioning.
2: I still make coffee. Now I make coffee at all hours of the day, though. I work at 7 a.m. I work at 11 p.m. You're welcome to visit me. Is Starbucks open like 24 hours or something? It should be. Mm, uh, No. Some are. Mine is open from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Ooh, gotcha.
0: Like I said up top, we are back. We are in different places than we were. Me and Heather are no longer roommates in Minnesota. We are both back in Texas. Grace is still in Seattle
2: did y'all have a fight
0: we'll talk about that Aww. off mic off cast. Um, no. the, the short answer is no
2: did, did did you have to fight over the toaster
0: <laughs> it was my toaster so no <laughs> yeah i was like keep, i don't think so she can keep the she, she can keep the microwave but she can't have the toaster
3: do um, i have a microwave i honestly don't remember did i take the, have microwave? the
0: microwave <laughs>
1: Okay, but cool.
0: <laughs> my point is our audio may sound a little bit different than you're used to hearing, but we still have the same lame jokes and opinions to, to, to express. Yeah. Before we get started with everything that uh, we have to talk about today, we're going to talk about some D23 news because D23 was exactly a month ago and a lot of exciting things came out. Uh, We have Lion King casting to talk about, and we want to finally talk about Cars 3 because that happened (laughs) while we were gone.
2: Yeah, so this great movie called Cars 3 came out. I think all of us saw it within the first week. We just didn't record. (laughs)
0: yeah we were we were prepared to record we did the we did the legwork and everything it's just life got in the way and now we can talk about it because apparently nobody has i didn't see anything about cars 3 on any interwebs rightfully so (laughs) we'll get into that in a second
2: i will say that
3: i was the only one on this podcast that didn't get to see cars 3 because i have no money
0: I could have taken you to see it. You should have told me.
3: It was either cars three or baby driver, and we
2: chose baby driver.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Life well spent.
2: Know where Heather's priorities are at. <laughs> Sleeping.
0: Heather, Heather isn't Heather isn't fully committed to the cast. That's why we are replacing her. And that's why we are no longer roommates. Sprayers. Welcome
1: our new guest. <laughs>
0: Yeah, right, and then someone pops up on Skype.
1: <laughs> and other
2: news, we're auditioning new podcast meets.
0: <laughs> we need a new host. Heather's no, not working do,
1: out. Do replace me. <laughs>
0: no. Gotta get somber for a minute because while in between our last episodes, uh, June Ferre died. June Ferre is a legendary voice actress. She was the voice of Granny and Tweety. No, she wasn't Tweety. That was Mel Blanc. She Mm-mm. was the voice of Granny in Looney Tunes forever. She, forever mm-hmm. she for was like the voice of Rocky the Squirrel. Years. Yeah, for for Rocky and Bullwinkle, she was the voice of Rocky. On the Disney side of things, she was Grandma Fa in Mulan and Mulan 2. She was Lucifer in Cinderella, I didn't Lucifer the cat.
2: Lucifer had speaking points.
0: It's the same as Abu, someone has to make those mm-hmm. sounds. Hmm. And she was also she was Tiger Lily's mother and Peter Pan. And it was I was listening to another podcast earlier and they were talking about her death and I didn't realize that she had been a voice actress since she was 12.
3: Oh wow, that's Jesus. crazy. Yeah. She was she 99 died. when she died.
0: Yeah. Whoa. And she had been doing voice acting that whole time. That's 87 years of voice acting that's wow, i can't imagine crazy. doing anything for 87 years
2: yeah you know you like your job when right yeah. think about how much technology has changed in the last 87 years right and she got to voice be there acting. for all of it
0: yeah so she's cool her first gig was on radio when she was 12 and then she moved into being uh, the voice of granny and rocky had all this, all this huge stuff, and she was a huge giant in the voice acting industry. So, just wanted to give her a shout out because eighty-seven years.
1: That's crazy.
2: In brighter news.
0: Yeah, on to happier things. Let's talk about this Lion King casting because, yes. my goodness, it's it it has ramped up. Mm-hmm. We already know that uh, Donald Glover is going to be Simba. James Earl Jones is going to be Mufasa. We've already talked about that. We talked about Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner being Timon and Pumbaa.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We didn't talk about John Oliver, who's going I'm to be Zazu. So
2: excited. Who did we want?
0: We cast initially. I think it was. Let me look it up.
2: Because. I don't know if there's anyone, like, of course it's John Oliver. Right. John Oliver was a writer and actor on The Daily Show for six years. And then he's been the host of Last Week Tonight for the last three years, which is a kind of weekly commentary on the news. Um, It's very impressive.
0: I know. I I didn't know. I don't know that much about him because I didn't watch The Daily Show Mm -hmm. except through YouTube clips. Mm-hmm. But our picks were Peter Dinklage or Alan Tudyk as oh. Zazu. Alan Tudyk yeah. was our pick for like
2: half of the staff or cast. True. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so
0: true. Yeah, I think he'll be. I, I agree with Grace, even though I don't know him that that well. I think he'll be good for uh, Zazu. During D twenty three, it was rumored that Hugh Jackman was going to be the voice of Scar, which would have been great, but that turns out not to be true. Turns out to be just a rumor. But uh, IMDB confirmed that Chiwetel Ejiofor, who played Baron Mordo mm-hmm. in Doctor Strange,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he won an Oscar for 12 Years a Slave, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, he will be the voice of Scar, and that's mm-hmm. great. Because I believe he is just as good as Idris Elba, who was the voice of Khan, Sher Khan, in The Jungle Book.
2: I need to see The Jungle Book. So I was thinking about this, I and do. I, I don't know how... This is supposed to be live action, right?
0: Right. No, well, mm-hmm. kind of. It's supposed to be... C- yes, it's supposed to be CGI live action. Yeah. Have you mm-hmm. seen any of the Planet of the Apes movies? The new ones? Yeah.
1: It's supposed, it's be like supposed
0: to like that? Yes, just the way those yeah. apes are. Oh. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. But they'll probably make the fur more flowy like they did in uh, Jungle Book. Hmm
2: okay now i need to see jungle Book, so i know what i'm i don't really know how to picture this
0: yeah it's going mm-hmm. trust me it's going to be great and she tell for is such a he has that that charisma and charm in his villain roles that jeremy irons did in the original
3: mm-hmm.
0: i believe he was in firefly too wasn't he heather
3: yes he was he was in serenity the movie uh, yeah. that came after the series that mm-hmm. was firefly that's actually where I first saw him. He's a great villain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Alfrey Woodard has been cast as Sarabi, Simba's mother, which I absolutely love. Yeah. Super great. She was also Cause... in 12 Years a Slave with
1: mm-hmm. Chiwetel
0: Ejiofor. She was most recently in Luke Cage. She was in Civil War.
2: I have it in my head yeah. that I picked Viola Davis to be Sarabi, but I don't remember.
0: You did.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like this is a good... Like, this is a little bit softer than Viola Davis, so out.
0: Yeah, she'd be less intense. I get yeah. I get a more motherly vibe from mm-hmm. Alfre Woodard than I do from Viola Davis. If Scar had been... If they decided to make Scar a female, oh. I would I would have Yo. gone with Viola Davis. That would have been oh, crazy. Though. No,
2: I think I would have gone with a comedian. Really? Yeah, I think I would have done, like... Hell, what would be funny is if you had Whoopi Goldberg... I but reprised that,
1: yeah. as oh
3: yeah.
2: Scar <laughs> instead.
0: Oh my gosh. Of Sinister Whoopi Goldberg would be so good. <laughs> like, since she's right? I've never seen That's... a dark Whoopi Goldberg.
2: Well, because yeah. Scar is cowardly. He's pompous, but he he's not a very Masculine or strong character. He's just devious. He's very cunning. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: He's yeah. He's Um, sneaky and he's not like super in your face about stuff because he doesn't want to fight you physically. He would much rather fight you like mentally and stuff.
0: Right.
2: But I have this image in my head of him sneering with the green background and be prepared and yes. Mm -hmm. For some reason, like I, I feel like that really lends to a really sinister comedian kind of trying to cross roles. I don't know.
0: That's kind of a an oxymoron if you have a yeah, sinister comedian. Exactly,
2: exactly.
3: Yeah, hmm.
0: that's weird. But I can I can do it. I don't
2: know. Villains can be fun.
0: Yeah, it's just count it's just counter idealistic yeah, to what a casting. comedian's supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and our last uh, confirmed casting is John Canney as Rafiki. Most people only know John Canney from Captain America: Civil War. He played King T'Chaka who is the father of mm. T'Challa, who becomes the Black Panther. Spoilers. Oh, spoilers if you mm. haven't seen Civil War. He gets killed when the UN uh, signing of the Sokovia Accords gets bombed.
1: Me.
0: Yeah. He's a South African actor who is uh, really famous in South Africa, but as looks like he's about to break out with Civil War and The Lion King in two years. And I think he's, like, 76? Him and James Earl Jones are getting up there. Like, they're the old guys on this movie. hmm What do you guys think?
2: I think it's good. I think I still don't really have a concept of what this is going to look like, but I need to watch Jungle Book. Any word on Beyoncé as Nala?
0: I hear they're in final talks for Beyonce as Nala, I saw something on <laughs> Facebook that was like, "It's been confirmed that Beyonce is gonna just sign a twenty five million dollar contract to be Nala," and I'm like, "Guys, fake news, fake news. It's not real." Jeez,
1: That's yeah, funny.
0: don't don't push this hype train before we have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: That's
0: I'm funny. not. I I I'm not a fan of Nala, Beyonce voicing Nala. Mostly because I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan anymore. Shut up. But, yeah, all of the. You uh, say
3: anymore as if you liked her before.
0: When she was in Destiny's Child, yes, give me all the Beyonce. But But since she's
1: she's,
0: solo, since she's become a soloist and now she's like her own entity, it's just like wow. I, you don't need my support. You have enough. (laughs) I'm all about it. Yeah. But somebody pointed out that all of the lions that have been cast have been cast as African Americans. Mm-hmm. So I think it's inevitable. Yeah. I'm not going to fight, I'm not going to fight it. I'm just going to give them my yeah. money, sit and watch my movie.
3: <laughs> I'm just hoping that if they if if that does end up happening that Beyoncé is Nala or whatever, I'm hoping her voice doesn't overpower Donald Glover's like we were talking about
2: before when we were I don't like think... first talking about all of yeah, this I don't think at all because yeah. her speaking but... voice is like if you listen to interviews and watch videos of her it, her speaking voice is calm and collected and
1: mm-hmm.
2: not the belting fiance that we think
0: of <laughs> right. as long as it has yeah. like, the nuance that comes with it it should be yeah. fine mm-hmm. okay so Cars 3 <laughs> what did you think Grace? because Heather hasn't seen it
2: yeah. Um okay, so the notes that I have Sounds of McQueen's crash. Yo, this Okay, so the sound design specifically during the racing scenes yeah was awesome and at the beginning of the movie McQueen, Lightning McQueen gets in a bad accident and the sounds yeah. of it made me cringe my neck and I had goosebumps everywhere and like it sounded terrifying which I, I thought was so cool for an animated for a disney movie for an animated movie to be able to do that and then i have omg nathan fillion <laughs> <laughs> i love nathan fillion in this but i love nathan fillion in everything yeah as and sterling then, yeah as, as sterling who owns the is the ceo of the company that buys out rusty's or buys out mcqueen's yeah. contract
0: yeah
2: with rusty's and then I noticed A113 on the seat, on his office. Yeah. Which is an old Pixar Easter egg. Yeah,
0: I think they put that in every movie. Yeah, they put that in every movie yeah. they've done. I didn't, it's usually a license I didn't plate see, or
2: something. I didn't see some of the other ones. So basically, the idea is that Cars 3 is about Lightning McQueen going to this new company to train to be one of the best cars against all of these other new cars. There's all this new technology that's coming out. And so Lightning McQueen is trying to keep up with all of that. And so Rusty's sells his contract to... What's the company called?
0: I forget. They just sold it to... He sells it to a guy named Sterling, who's a big fan of, you know, racing. Yeah. He's like Mark Cuban.
2: (laughs) And so he's training and he's working with this trainer that has never raced before. She's raced once, but has primarily trained people on simulators. And he's just having a hard time with the simulator. He breaks it. He decides he needs to get back to really basic training techniques and tries racing on the beach and goes to like this racetrack, and there ends up being this crazy backwards race happening, and they survive, Mm -hmm. and they find...
0: He finds Doc's friends.
2: He finds Doc's friends, friends and they train him on the track that Doc used to race on, and that's kind of how he finds who he needs to be, and he ends up giving his... Spoiler alert. He ends up giving his spot to... What's her face? Cruz. Cruz. Cruz Ramirez.
0: Cruz Ramirez. (laughs) It's funny because her name is Cruz and she's a car. (laughs) I literally just got that now. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's been
2: Uh, a long day. So I think the story's fleshed out. Like it's a decent story. It's cute. Um, It did... It it took a turn, but like you know, you know, <laughs>
0: cause they're cars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, stay on track. <laughs> <Sorry>. uh, <laughs>
2: you good? You you done? I'm good. It was kind of predictable, but in a kind of cute way. When I first watched the Cars movie, we talked about this before, when I first watched the first Cars movie, I was not a fan. And then I watched Cars 2 for this podcast, and I was like, oh, I actually kind of like this. Then I watched Cars 1 for the podcast, and I was like, oh, I actually kind of like this. I feel kind of like that with this. Oh, I actually kind of like this. But it's Mm. nothing outstanding. It's not in my top 10 Pixar movies.
0: I agree with you completely about the crash scene. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that that crash scene was probably one of the best things Pixar has ever put to film. Mm-hmm. It's just oh my gosh! You're right. The sound design was crazy, and the way lightnings, the way lightnings. I believe it was the paint and uh-huh. um, like the his parts that were on the uh, the track. It kind of looked like like if you were bleeding. If like it if an actual person had done that. That's uh-huh. what it would look like. And I was like, whoa, this, how did they make this so realistic yeah. with the car?
1: Yeah.
2: It made yeah. me think of Rush and the couple crash scenes in that.
0: Um, when uh, when Nikki Lauda catches on fire.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: I didn't love this movie. I liked it a lot. And one thing that I liked about it is that there's no mention of anything that happens in Cars 2. Because people, mm-hmm. Cars Two is the worst Pixar movie. Everybody knows mm-hmm. that. I think uh, Pixar knows that. Oh, Cars Two is the worst. Uh, it's 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 the worst. It's the most unnecessary. It's a lot of it can be.
2: I like oh, it.
0: It that's fine. It's not a bad movie. It's just the worst Pixar movie.
2: Mm. Grace like is calling up Pixar movies.
0: I'm 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 serious. It's bad Pixar movie is better than a lot of good other movies. Like I watched Sing the other day. Yeah, I'm. I wish I hadn't watched Sing the other day. I
3: can take that off my Netflix list then.
0: Yeah, but I think I think this is way better than Cars Two. It had a lot more focus than Cars Two, and I think it's I think the characters were just better. It was a better story. Something mm-hmm. I noticed was this movie was very pro girl. Like this mm-hmm. whole, all of 2017, I believe, has been very...
2: Feminist, yeah.
0: Yes. But just examples in this movie, there's Cruz, there's Sally, there's Natalie Certain, who's the, the stats lady that talks to the commentators. There's Louise Nash, who is Doc's friend that helps retrain Lightning. Mm-hmm. And then there's Miss Fritter, who is the, the bus at the Demolition Derby.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All of them, all women, all are at the race when Cruz wins at the end. And they see, and it's it's throughout the movie, there's this thread oh, of I didn't girls think about can't that. do it. They were yeah.
2: all there.
0: They're all either there or they're all watching the race. Mm-hmm. Like when she wins, I think they made a point to show the reaction of all of those females. Mm-hmm. Because throughout the movie, there's this thread of women can't do this or can a girl do that? Because Natalie Certain, who's voiced by Carrie Washington from Scandal, yes. blink and you miss it. Uh, there's this thing where the commentators kind of belittle her for being the stats girl and...
2: Being a hot car that's also a sports commentator. But right. then she just kind of throws it in their face.
0: Right. And then Louise Nash's whole, her whole kind of, not arc, but her whole thing was she was the first female to be successful in racing because Doc's friends, there's her and then there's a car who's, I'm pretty sure he's, he's the first African-American car to be successful. And it's this big thing of, you know, people overcoming what people think of them. And yeah, in the, in the, this year of Wonder Woman and... There's a girl who saves the day, two women, who saved the day in Transformers 5, which I actually sat through. Oh, God. It's 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 a very pro-girl year, and Cars 3 just kind of made me realize that more. I think this is, yeah, I, that's all I can really, that's the most I can really say. It's it, It was really refreshing, because I had tempered expectations. Remembering Cars 2, remembering it wasn't that bad, but remembering... The vast difference between Cars 1 and Cars 2 And how much people hate the Cars franchise Because of Cars 2 Like mm-hmm. nobody wanted this movie And when we saw, we talked about it When we saw that trailer We were like oh This might be good Because of that yeah. car crash
1: mm-hmm.
0: And I still think that That car crash That trailer is still the best thing Of this this trailer Or sorry of this movie Of the movie and, Yeah Yeah this movie is really worth it Okay where would you rank this,
2: of all of Pixar or Disney?
0: Pixar, just strictly Pixar of the eighteen that are out. Where would you put this?
2: I think it's bottom four. I don't. I don't know that it's worse. I'm trying to find just a definitive list of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you?
0: It's bottom half for me, but it's. I think I put it at like number ten or number eleven in my list. I might need to watch it again to temper my. My thoughts on it. I was expecting it to be better than Cars 2. I wasn't expecting it to mm-hmm. be as good as it was.
2: You know what? Brave, Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2 is my least favorite. Brave is not very good. A Bug's Life is down there. I like A Bug's Life fine. It's just lower. Agreed. But like, as things like Monsters University and Inside Out come out and... Like Finding Nemo and The Incredibles and Monsters, Inc. Are, and wall are at the top. I still like Ratatouille a lot, but it's probably in my bottom half as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say this is it's down there, but it's not worse than Toy Story 2.
0: Hey listeners, comment <laughs> with your top five and bottom five Pixar movies. How about
2: top
0: three and bottom three? Yeah, let's do that. Bo- top three, bottom mm-hmm. three.
2: Top three, bottom three. Okay. Yeah.
3: Damn, you said Pixar. I was thinking Home on the Range because I heard bottom. Bottom <laughs> three and I was
1: like, <laughs> Home on the, the Range, range. Wait, just, Pixar shit. Just Pixar. Just Pixar. <laughs> yeah.
0: Home on the Range is still the worst. This, yes. this movie is better than Home on Never the Range. Never you right? fear.
1: Yes.
3: <laughs> That's funny.
0: Okay.
3: Good. Moving on.
0: About this Aladdin remake, like, this might be good.
2: Why? What do you mean?
0: Because Naomi Scott is amazing.
2: Is she? I haven't seen... Did you see the Power Rangers movie? Yes. Mm -hmm. Was it good?
0: It was really good.
2: Yeah, it was pretty good. This is her? Like, the old school Power Rangers? No.
0: No. No. The new one. Okay. The new, new one. Yeah.
2: That's what You said that was your jam growing up, and I was like, yeah, me too, but I haven't seen the new one.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Amy joe Johnson is it. not Middle Eastern by any stretch, but Naomi Scott played the Pink Ranger in the new one, and she was very good. Okay. She is going to be playing Jasmine. They, they announced these Ooh. these castings at D twenty three. She's going to be playing Jasmine. Will Smith is going to play the genie. Mena Masood. Who is a relative newcomer? He was in the ninety nine, which I didn't watch. He's okay. been cast as Aladdin, Marwan, Kinzari, who was in the Mummy, and he was in uh, the new Ben Hur remake, mm-hmm. which nobody saw. He's been cast as Jafar. Mm-hmm. Do you see all the like the, the memes and I think it was like a BuzzFeed article how. People were like, Jafar's attractive.
2: Yeah, I saw that. I looked all these people up and I was like, damn. Yeah.
0: People are losing their shit. I know there was a
3: BuzzFeed article going around uh, about Aladdin, too. Just because, like, they don't, it's not really that well, like, he's not really that well known yet and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So they were like, uh, he's hot? Here are all these shirtless pictures. I was like, what the
0: fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Isn't this Um,
3: Disney? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Disney, what are you doing?
3: contain your thirst ladies he's already (laughs) a taken and b like come on jesus
0: Um, it it was great too because right before d23 everybody was you know in a huff about how disney couldn't find any good middle eastern or dark-skinned actors to play these roles
1: Mm -hmm. it was
0: so funny like it, it had to be two or three days or the week of d23 That everybody was flipping out about this. Twitter was on fire. And then Mm -hmm. you get to D23 and they announce this and everybody shuts up. Yeah. It's great.
3: Disney knows how to keep things under wraps and basically show it off at the right time. Mm -hmm. So, like, everyone gets in a huff about it and then they're like, but actually, and just like smack you with this cast that's not whitewashed and shit. And then it's just like, oh. Yes. Stop jumping to conclusions. Just let them kind of do their thing.
0: I kind of wanted Dev Patel to be Aladdin, but I'm fine. Mm-hmm. As, I'm fine with these actors as long mm. as they are good. As long as it's good.
2: What do you the think of Will th- Smith as genie?
0: Here's the thing. <laughs> I am. I have been a Will Smith fan since birth. I have never not liked Will Smith. Except for After Earth. But that's not his I don't blame him for After Earth. I blame his son, I blame M. Night Shyamalan for After Earth. That being said, everybody is everybody's like, you can't recast the genie because Robin Williams. Guys, don't at me. Robin Williams is gone. The anniversary no, wait, of his what? death was over the weekend. He's he's not coming he's not coming back. His performance as the genie was iconic. You can't top it. You can't match it. You can't recreate it. I trust Disney enough for them to know that. I trust Will Smith enough for him to know that. And I don't think this movie is going to be Will Smith trying to top or recreate Robin Williams' performance.
3: He'll probably be his own genie. Yes.
0: Will Smith is funny enough and he has enough chops enough to make his own Genie, like he would make, he can make his own kind of genie.
2: I didn't. Here's yeah. the thing, I don't know that Will Smith is that great of an actor, so I'm.
0: That's like your opinion, oh, no. man.
1: <laughs> your
2: opinion, man. Yeah, I, I just, I, I'm not convinced. I, I agree that they need to go in a completely different direction to make the genie work. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they'll do that if they're doing like. Okay, for Jungle Book, was it a scene-by-scene copy? Was it similar? What was, what else was live action recently? Mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast and was Cinderella fairly and stuff, yeah yeah they were fairly similar, but they did have a couple one-offs. So I'm sure this will be a reinvention of the genie. But I'm wondering if things are going to be darker
3: in this live-action Aladdin, kind of like they are ish, you know, have been in the other like live-action stuff. So I'm wondering if they're going to make him a little more serious. Like, still kind of goofy, but not to the Robin Williams level. You can see that. You know what I mean? Obviously. Like, it's. I think it's going to be a little more serial.
0: Yeah. If you watch The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, if you watch Hitch, if you watch most of Will Smith's full comedic performances, he's goofy. He's not Robin Williams impersonating celebrities and just riffing goofy. Mm-hmm. But he has a silliness that could work for the genie.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I can see that.
0: And as far as shot for shot goes, I think Beauty and the Beast was the first, was the first remake to go as close as- to the original as they did. Because I saw Jungle Book. Yeah. I saw Cinderella. You could tell the source material wasn't the same story. Because mm-hmm. there was a lot more meat to Jungle Book and Cinderella than their originals. Like they can stand yeah. on their own. Mm-hmm. And they've already cast a character. I forget the actress's name. But the character is named Mari, and she's nowhere in the original. I don't even think she's in the musical. So, yeah, they're already taking creative licenses to change things. Mm-hmm. And we're uh, before we move on to something else, a, a, good, a big ray of hope for this. Uh, Alan Menken is coming back to do the music for this. Mm -hmm. And Justin Paul and Benj Pasek from La La Land will be joining him to do, to Mm. work on the songs and the score for this.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: So are we thinking it's most likely going to be a musical then?
0: Yeah, definitely.
3: Okay. I would assume, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just because there's something coming out. Oh, everyone,
2: Mulan, anyway. Sorry.
0: Yeah. I don't think Mulan's going to be a musical.
2: What? That's not allowed. That has some of the best (laughs) musical songs Disney's ever written are you kidding and that's that's the reaction that everyone else is, is having too
3: yeah <laughs> I was gonna be like yeah the internet's like all up in arms about it and then she was then she just gave a genuine reaction of what the internet is saying
1: yeah
2: <laughs> that's nice. yeah
3: there's there's thing. like talk of it I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's um concrete yet mm-hmm. but Confirm. okay yeah
0: hot take thank you
3: for be a
2: man that. is it's the song
0: <laughs> hot Look take i think i think it's okay if they don't make it a musical if they go hard into the military Shut drama of it all
2: dirty whore mouth no <laughs> I, think it'll really I need to because... hear about i need to hear about milan's reflection and i need to hear <laughs> about being a man
0: it's okay it if those are themes in the movie a woman, without. That's
2: fine. I just it's okay if
0: that. it's okay if that those are themes in the movie without them actually being sung about.
2: Nope. That, that one needs a song. I would much rather so what have if... the song "Be a Man" than hear anything about the theme of being a man.
3: So what if what if if they don't have like the musical aspect of it or whatever, like the character singing? What if they like
2: in the score they incorporate it?
0: That's fine. If in like the different scenes,
2: as long as someone is actually singing that song, I'm So you want it
3: kind of like Tarzan and Phil Collins?
2: Yeah, that'd like be Tarzan's great. I would take that. I would but... take <laughs> Phil Collins singing. Be a man. That would be phenomenal. <laughs> I'm. I'm all about it. <laughs> Challenge. Phil Collins make it happen. "Reflection." Yeah,
3: that would be
0: <laughs> that would be an awful idea. That's an <sighs> awful idea. Phil Collins. Oh my god, just, I want to hear it. Just get Sorry, Donny Osmond. You, I need just get Donny Osmond back.
2: I need DVS to tweet uh, Disney and Phil Collins and make it happen. <laughs> yeah.
3: Now I just kind of want to hear Phil Collins like seeing all of like the Princess
2: songs. Oh yeah! <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: like <laughs> yo, it could be like Disney Mania, but all Phil Collins.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
0: On to the next piece of news: Tim Burton's Dumbo has a Tim cast.
3: Really? So that'll be interesting.
2: I don't like Dumbo. I don't. Oh, I love Dumbo. I think I'm the only one that loves Dumbo. Yeah, yeah. not about <laughs> it. Um, I've, and I, I was thinking the same thing about this about the cast. So we've got. Danny DeVito, Eva Green, Colin Farrell, Michael Keaton, Nico Parker, and Finley Hobbins. I was looking at the IMDB list and I'm realizing that I don't know the names of any of the characters from Dumbo, aside from Dumbo and Mrs.
0: Jumbo. Oh man, I can't think of any either.
2: Right? Um, but it was making me think, so are these guys voicing elephants and stuff, or is it gonna be humans with an elephant named Dumbo?
3: It'll, most likely, I know in Dumbo, the original movie or whatever, it's mainly, it's mainly elephants and the mouse and then, like, crows, and so it's all animal-based and, like, maybe one human that's, like, the circus manager. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At least from that, I would assume that it would be, that it would be all the other animals, but again, they might take, like, a different route like every other, you know, live-action version
1: Mm -hmm. has.
0: From what I read, what little bit that I read, they're all humans. That's what I remember. They're all humans. Really? Yeah. Eva Green. Disregard everything I just said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I believe Danny DeVito is the circus manager, and Colin Farrell discovers Dumbo. Is yeah, Colin Farrell discovers Dumbo, and he's a, uh, like he's a worker at the circus, mm-hmm. and then. Colin Farrell takes Dumbo to Michael Green Ma, uh, Eva Green and Michael Keaton to turn him into a star mm-hmm. when he finds out that he has like Dumbo has his big ears and he finds out he, when he finds out he can fly he takes him to Eva Green who's an aerialist and Michael Keaton who is I forget what he does yeah they yeah they're humans and I'm pretty sure Dumbo's just gonna be like CGI something
3: Hmm, okay. Yeah, Yeah, it's not really telling me much. I'm, like, trying to look up some info now. Mm -hmm. But I guess they don't want people to really know exactly what's going on quite yet. Yeah. Boo! I want to know!
0: I mean, I didn't see the second Alice in Wonderland, so I might not see this one. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Grace, what do you know about Mary Poppins Returns?
2: I'm excited. I'm excited. I got even more excited... So I saw, like, I don't think it was a trailer, but kind of a glimpse. There was, like, a sneak preview thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so I know I know Emily Blunt is Mary Poppins, and I love Emily Blunt. She was in Into the Woods. She was in Edge of Tomorrow. She was in Devil Wears Prada, So I'm a big fan of hers. And then I looked up the cast for this podcast, and yeah, Lin-Manuel Miranda is going to be in it. And yeah. who, of course, <laughs> was hamilton and wrote hamilton and also wrote the music for moana meryl streep is going to be in this colin firth is going to be in this um colin firth was in kingsman and king's speech and love actually and a whole bunch of other stuff Mm -hmm. um dick van dyke angela lansbury who of course is mrs potts and beauty and the beast she also sung a couple of the songs in anastasia Mm-hmm. And was Mrs. Lovett in the Broadway production of Sweeney Todd?
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's
2: she's cool. been she's been in the business for a while, and yeah, so I'm really excited about this. It's about Mary Poppins. The kids of the Banks household, Jane and Michael, have grown up, and Mary Poppins returns and kind of reminds them about.
0: Um, so this movie, this time. Everybody drank.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I just. I just did that. Yeah. So. So she comes back and kind of reminds them of the magic that, she inspired in the first one. I remember when, finding Mister Banks. I love stuff like this. Like saving Mister Banks. Saving, saving Mister Banks.
1: Yeah.
3: So
2: good. I loved that and I, I love that idea and so I think I'll really enjoy this I wasn't a huge fan of Mary Poppins when I was younger I liked it a lot more as I got older I think it's because it has some complex problems um, yeah it's a little more adult oriented but the character of Mary Poppins is so unique and inspiring that I'm really excited and I love I love the cast
0: it's a deep hmm. cast yeah mm-hmm so I was reading a little bit about this Dick Van Dyke was in the original He played um, Bert mm-hmm. Yeah the chimney sweep guy mm-hmm.
1: yeah. ba-
0: That is basically The role that Lin-Manuel Is playing mm-hmm. He plays uh. a chimney sweep mm-hmm. Dick Van Dyke is in the movie As a completely different character Than mm-hmm. the one that he played in the original And then The composer Mark uh, Scheiman has done music for South Park. He did the music for South Park Bigger, Longer and Uncut. And he did he he was the creator of Hairspray. Like mm-hmm. the musical. He did the mm-hmm. music for the original musical and then he did the movie of Hairspray. I might actually see this over Dumbo, even though I'm not I'm not a Mary Poppins fan. I love the Simpsons parody of Mary Poppins more than the actual movie. <laughs> but yeah, let's I be might real see guys this.
2: Let's be real Tori hosts a Disney podcast And will be seeing Any Disney related movie
0: I'm probably going to go see all of to these be movies released
2: in the next mm-hmm, two years
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah I'm in the bag for all of these movies until 2020 he,
2: he may be confused about this I am not
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. He says he's not going to go see these But at least for the sake of the podcast He will go see them Yes mm-hmm.
0: These two mm-hmm. know my heart
3: Because yeah
0: yeah
2: speaking of hearts (laughs) yeah good segue good segue Uh, we're on it today guys
0: we're only going to speak about this briefly at d23 they showed a preview for the upcoming kingdom hearts 3 a movie that both heather and i have been waiting for with bated breath for quite a while i'm gonna lose my shit when they announce a release date for this game they showed a preview of the toy story level for kingdom hearts 3 Mm-hmm. oh my god it's so beautiful mm-hmm. 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 you're so gonna be able to
2: play kingdom hearts i've never played oh you should play kingdom hearts
0: i have to say you should jump in now because yes it's quite an ocean to swim in
3: uh-huh my sister and her husband are like replaying through all of them, because I convinced them to get all of the games for PS4, because they like remastered them or something like that, right?
0: Twice. And so
3: I'm like, here it is, in chronological order, do it all. And they're just like, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's gorgeous. And people on Twitter have been putting up pictures of Woody in, in Toy Story 1, Toy Story 3, and then Kingdom Hearts 3 from that, that trailer.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: so gorgeous. He looks like an actual... He looks like a real toy. That's mm-hmm. weird to say. He's a real
1: toy.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm a real plastic thing <laughs> toy. <laughs> and it's so
0: great. Yeah, I I can't wait to kick arse with Woody and Buzz on a console near me. Hell, oh, it's yeah. going to be great. I'm excited. Check out that check out that trailer. We'll we'll put it on on the Facebook or something for those to mm-hmm. look at. Mm-hmm. Speaking of toys, Toy Story mm-hmm. Four has a new director. Boo! Uh, see another thing that we didn't ask for: Toy Story Four.
2: <laughs> we were uh, done. We yeah. had we we cried our little dear hearts out, and <laughs> the toys are with a new home. And Andy's in college, and we're good. We made our peace with Toy Story and the tour The toys. And they mm-hmm. got to fuck it all up and give us a fourth movie. Yeah.
0: Pixar, I have <sighs> I am out of I am out of tears in my tear ducks. I have to get new <laughs> tears. I have to get new tear ducks because of you bastards and your goddamn toy mm-hmm. story 3 movie.
3: We can't afford that shit. We can't afford new tear ducks. Like you got everything we had. <laughs> that
0: like, shit just And
2: it's $13 to go to the movies oh, now.
3: Expensive. <laughs> not only do we have to spend money on the movie right no it's movie movie money and then also (laughs) tearduck money asking way too much
0: and then i gotta get tissues for that joint
2: (laughs) and (laughs)
3: tissues
0: because
3: i I drive myself
0: (laughs) (laughs) costing his money pixar costing his money jeez (laughs) but uh toy story 4 has a new director john lasseter is apparently being replaced by josh cooley on the project Josh Cooley is a storyboard artist from. He was a storyboard artist on The Incredibles, on Cars, on Ratatouille, on Up, on Cars 2, and he was a co screenwriter on Inside Out, which I believe was nominated for Best Original Screenplay at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I really love about Pixar is how they give their own director, their own, you know, staff and crew and. They promote from within, basically, because yeah. Lee Unkrich, who was the director of Toy Story Three, started out as, I believe, a storyboard artist and ended up directing arguably one of the best Pixar movies and one of the best animated movies ever. So yeah, I like I like how Pixar does business with their uh, with their business. giving their people you know chances to do. You know, big things with their studio. Yeah.
2: So what's this supposed to be about?
0: I don't honestly know. I don't have that much information about it. Okay. We will, I would we will guess, talk about more when we when What's we the find new
2: out. girl's name? Bonnie. Bonnie. I would guess it's about Bonnie.
0: I think it's about the toys with Bonnie.
2: Yeah. And then I hope we get Sarah the dinosaur, is that her name? Yes. I hope you get oh, her. Yeah. I like her. She's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> um, The Incredibles 2 has been announced?
0: Oh, it's been an, it was announced a long time ago. We mm-hmm. just got more details about it. Hmm. They brought out I watched the video when they talked about it. They brought out Brad Bird and then they introduced Edna Mode.
3: <laughs> and she The video is wonderful. She
0: didn't come out. She was just like Brad was Brad Bird, who's the voice of Edna Mode, was just turning mm-hmm. his back and doing the voice,
1: uh-huh.
0: and you know talking to the audience as, as Edna Mode, and then John Lasseter was like Edna Mode, everybody, yeah. <laughs> and then they brought out the rest of the cast for for the movie. The almost the entire original cast is coming back. They're bringing back Holly Hunter, Samuel L. Jackson, Craig T. Nelson. Um, I forget the woman who voices violet i'm so sorry but the only person that's new is huck milner who Mm -hmm. is voicing dash and the thing is spencer fox is 13 years 14 years older than he was when (laughs) the ring the first incredibles came out and the thing is this movie is taking place Right where the first one left off. Oh, so, so he can't... doesn't sound like a
2: twelve-year-old boy.
0: Exactly. You can't have Dash suddenly sounding like a grown man right after he just ran a middle school track meet. That would be hella weird. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't want Froza to be like Dash. What the fuck happened to your voice? <laughs> because it's Samuel Jackson. Come you gotta on! get a, You gotta. You gotta get a fuck in there somewhere.
3: Only win by just a little bit.
0: (laughs) What happened? Syndrome, is this you? Syndrome's ghost has possessed a dash. Right.
3: (laughs) Also, it's Sarah Vowell. Sarah Vowell. Thank you. I looked it up. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm trying to be useful. The movie. uh... Don't fire me.
1: Returning jokes. Anyway.
0: Heather's pending. Pending unemployment. <laughs> Her pending separation from Disney versus.
2: <laughs> I about to <laughs> say employment. Wait, we get paid? Yeah. Checks in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Check Perpetually.
3: Checks the mail. Just infinitely gets lost.
0: The Incredibles 2 follows Elastigirl as the main character. And this time... Bob is going to be at home with Jack-Jack,
3: who is dealing
0: with his powers, because as we saw in Jack-Jack Attack, the short that came with The Incredibles DVD-
3: He has all.
0: Yeah, he has all the powers. Every power. (laughs) Which power do you- which power should he keep? Like, which should be his main power?
3: The periodic table. What? That should be his power. (laughs) Just all
0: of those. (laughs) Heather, get out. (laughs) Please, please
2: (laughs) don't let me lose my job. Okay, I don't think fire.
0: I think fire.
3: (laughs) Oh, and then he turned into that little monster. He might turn. He might keep that little monster because that's what he used to defeat Syndrome.
0: True. I don't know. I think I think he should have the fire powers, so it could be a complete Fantastic Four metaphor because everybody Mm -hmm. says. They've already made the perfect Fantastic Four movie, and it's called The yeah. Incredibles.
2: Yeah. I've never heard that before. Oh. Heard? Okay. Yeah, that's definitely a thing, because The Incredibles is great. It is. Fantastic either?
3: Yes, it is fantastic, and
2: there is four <laughs> of them, for now. <laughs> 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 okay, now moving on to Frozen. <laughs> Speaking of Frozen
0: I don't have much to say about this next one Uh, Frozen 2 got a release date and it's coming out in 2019 I think we would already talked about that on another episode and then Mm -hmm. Gigantic is coming out in 2020 and I believe that's going to be Disney's take on Jack and the Beanstalk Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and I was talking to Grace, or we were talking off cast, you know, doing a meeting and Disney is, the, is in the middle of a second renaissance because if you think about Disney's second renaissance restarting in 2009, they have this wave of, you know, great movies going for the next 11 years from, let's say, let's say Frozen 2 and Gigantic are huge hits that is another 11 years of dominance from the studio. Yeah. Which means two things. History is going to repeat itself, and if history repeats itself after gigantic, we're going to have a long period of potentially garbage Disney movies. And hmm. that scares me.
2: I don't I don't think um I don't think that's how it works. I think it's probably more likely that Disney found a market and has gone with that. and then there was kind of a lull when really when Pixar kind of started up.
0: And Disney was trying new things that wasn't yeah really Disney
2: Disney was trying new things that weren't really working for it. Um, people went to work for DreamWorks. Pixar started up. and so the bulk of good um, animated movies was kind of taken up in that time by other. Projects, um, hmm. now Pixar and Disney are one, and I don't I don't see movies getting worse. I think what we're running into now is that phase where everything is a sequel, um, and or there's a remake. or a remake, and they're really yeah. digging deep into this live remake idea. I think if Disney continues to produce original content original, and air quotes, because most of these stories come from literature, old fairy tales and things like that, but yeah. um, original content will I think those stories will still be really impressive and and innovative and I, we've seen that especially with this with as awkward as Cars 3 was there's some f- fantastic stuff happening in animation and so i think instead of instead of seeing so many original stories we're going to see huge advances in technology that are going to kind of come through these remakes these live action remakes and and sequels Um, i think that's okay i think i think later down the road we'll get back to a cycle of original content and Mm -hmm. and then we'll go back to a cycle of sequels and that's okay
0: And there's nothing wrong, I don't think there's anything wrong with Disney adapting fairy tales because, I mean, Snow White, Cinderella, Pinocchio, Sleeping Beauty. That's what got them started. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as long as they're doing, you know, original and interesting things with it, nobody Mm -hmm. will care. It's just when it gets stale and stagnant and uninteresting, people will stop showing up. And, you know, the old adage, you know, speak with your dollars or I don't think that's what it is huh? uh you know when when it's it sends a message when people stop showing up for mo- for your movies you know something has to change
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you say technological advancements i mean what else can they do
2: i i mean we just know that especially with the live action stuff like you were talking about planet of the apes well every planet of the apes movie looks way more realistic Um, So when we start doing that with lions and tigers and bears and, you know, I think there's a lot that can be done with that that we haven't really seen yet. Um, And it's impressive. But, like, think think of some of the movies that we've talked about that are 10, 15 years old. And how, when we watched them, we thought, wow, this is incredibly realistic, like dinosaur or the good dinosaur in those landscapes or things like that, like where the landscapes were so much more impressive than the actual figures in front of you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so kind of getting all aspects of the animation on the same page and being more and more impressive where everything is animated, but it looks completely realistic and live action.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I'm thinking right now of all the remaster and extra work that they did for Beauty and the Beast and the Lion King when they put those back in theaters. think of I'm thinking of getting those the first time. Mm-hmm. So
2: yeah, exactly. And I think we'll continue to see three d stuff, which I'm not really impressed with, although I do remember sitting next to Tori and Denton seeing The Lion King, okay, three d, whatever, and then seeing the rain sequence and being like, whoa okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's different and thinking of movies that are already animated in that way it's way more impressive than something that's been remastered to show 3d imagery i think we're getting to a point with with 3d i i've never been a big fan of 3d movies but i think we're getting to a point where it's less about the scare tactics and the like Jump the reaching out and to... reaching through the screen, yeah, the gimmicks. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. less about yeah, the gimmicks it's... to show that something's 3D, and more about how do you create this mm-hmm. realistic environment to make you feel like you're sucked into the film. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like, I mean, we know that Universal Studios and Disney were working on 4D movies, and there's some theaters that do that, where mm-hmm. there's some physical element of being in the theater, kind of like something will squirt you with water. In my head, it's like going to a yeah. Horror Picture Show live or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but where your seat will move a little bit or there will be a breeze or something like that. And I, I think... I think,
3: like, at Disney World, they did something like that with, like, A y- Bug's Life, like, way back yeah. when. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And I've,
2: like, I've been there and I've done that and it was gimmicky then, but I could see... Yeah. I could see that technology being improved and finding a way to make it less gimmicky. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm.
3: Kinda like um in the three D world, like in Guardians of the Galaxy, basically what they do is they just like add more depth. Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. You know?
3: So they just add more depth to the world and it just makes it seem so much bigger and mm-hmm. you know, like there's just so much more to look at now, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And then in like Doctor Strange, you know, it just made things look super psychedelic and it would just like tripped you out so bad. But you know, like they're trying to do different things. Manipulate with the environment 3D and yeah. Mm-hmm. Rather than just like a whole reaching out thing and like the bubbles in the air and stuff. I'm like, yeah, that shit's cool and they'll probably like do it every once in a while, but there's there's not like a blatant like three D thing. Yeah. Anymore. Which is super nice. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Like Grace, I wasn't a fan of three D movies either, but after seeing Avatar and after seeing other movies that escape me right now. I remember I, I hadn't to... a... Yeah. I
2: hadn't watched I think I watched Avatar with you, right? i had never seen it
0: Yeah
2: because <laughs> I went years without seeing Avatar, it's so I didn't see it in theaters.
0: I compromise to seeing movies movies that are set in space. I will see those in 3D because mm-hmm. in space there's so many like different particles out in you know the void that is space. It's yeah. like that, and like Heather said, there's more depth to seeing something in space in 3D mm-hmm.
1: So that's interesting. That's, that's the only I way I will
0: that. spend 16 bucks for a 3D movie.
3: Jesus, no kidding.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: I'm definitely going to see this next one in 3D, though. Ralph Breaks the Internet? Wreck It oh, Ralph 2? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. I think I texted you both about this one right when the, the news released. It's coming out next year. Rich Moore, Phil Johnston, directors of Zootopia and... It's 6 years after the first film. Ralph is going into the internet to find help for Vanellope to fix her game. And they end up at the web, the real life website, Oh My Disney. Mm-hmm. And it is here that we are going to get a cameo from every Disney princess. <laughs> we're gonna get new actresses for the old school disney princesses their voice actresses have died already yeah so snow white cinderella sleeping beauty and then all the current disney princesses from ariel all the way to moana all of Mm -hmm. those voice actresses are coming back they had a big thing they had a big thing at d23 Mm-hmm. where they brought them all out on stage with Sarah Silverman. And I think Josh Gad,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who is Olaf. And mm-hmm. yeah, they had this big thing. And it's the first time that they've all been in the same place.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's so insane. They had the voice actress for uh, Pocahontas, who I've never actually seen her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, They had Merida is going to be in this, even though she's a Pixar princess. Yeah, nice. it's, it's insane.
3: Yeah, they were all saying that it was really crazy um, to see each other, like, all there, because they had mm-hmm. never done that, you know. So, uh, the actress for Ariel was talking about how she thought it was really interesting that the new princesses, you know, look up to Ariel, you know, as one of the not necessarily like older princesses, but like just in general, basically one, like someone to like look up to. And she mm-hmm. was like, but when I was growing, you know, when I first started doing this, I was looking up to Snow White and Cinderella and stuff like that. So it's interesting, like being that person yeah. for them, you know, kind of thing. And, uh, you know, she was, like, she, like, it was mainly her that was saying that it was really cool that, like, they were all there and stuff like that, because all the younger ones, same with Pocahontas, too, all the younger kids were just, like, this is super cool, like, (laughs) you know, like, I get to, like, be in this world, and this is gonna, like, follow me forever and stuff like that, while Pocahontas and Ariel are both, like, yeah, I've I've always had this, like, this is the thing that is stuck through everything, through all the other, like, TV roles and other movies and stuff like that, and they were like, this is the thing that's stuck the most, like, throughout Funny. all of it.
2: I'm looking up how old the voice actress for The Little Mermaid. So The Little Mermaid came out in 89.
0: 1989. I think she's in her 50s. I think she and Pocahontas and Jasmine oh, no, that makes sense. and Paige O'Hara, who's the voice of Belle... I think they're all in their fifties, and mm-hmm. then it's like Merida. Uh, Kelly McDonald is in her forties, and then there's. I think the only person that wasn't there who is going to be in the movie was. Crap! I forgot her name. The voice of Anna.
2: Oh, uh, Bell. Kristen Bell.
0: Yes, I don't think Kristen Bell was there.
2: Yeah, I didn't see her
3: because
0: she's the only one that they didn't interview on the in the mm-hmm. video that I watched.
3: There were, there were a couple of them that they didn't interview in oh, okay. mine, too. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I don't think Kristen Bell was there at all. I think that's why Josh Gad was there. He was the Frozen representative.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny.
0: But, yeah. And then, uh, not playing a princess, Taraji P. Henson from Empire and Hidden Figures. She'll be playing the character, oh yes, my gosh. <laughs> with three S's, who is basic, who's basically going to be Ralph and Vanellope's guide. Through hmm. the internet. Yeah. And I'm interested to yeah, see
1: cool.
0: what kind of role she plays.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yo, yeah, I'm calling it now. She's the bad guy. <laughs> she she ends up being the secret villain. I'm calling it now. Spoilers. I, I hope it's not a spoiler. I hope I'm wrong. But I'm calling mm-hmm. it now. What day is it? It is it is August 2017. I'm calling it now. August uh, 16th, 2017. I'm calling it now. <laughs> So yeah, I'm super excited for that, because Wreck-It Ralph, I say Wreck-It Ralph is probably the best, second best Disney movie of this second renaissance, Zootopia being the first or the best, and I think this its sequel will be as good as as long as they keep it fresh. Because I mean that take mm-hmm. on the video game world was super, super interesting and uh-huh. a very creative Definitely. take on it. And what they can do with the internet And you know internet games And websites and blog sites And apps Mm -hmm. It's going Mm -hmm. to be great I think it will be super great Yeah. Mm -hmm. The one thing that we didn't get to talk about That we don't really have time to talk about Is Coco Which also got a new trailer Mm -hmm. Um, It looks very pretty Yeah it looks so great Uh, That comes out in November So we got three months Until that comes out
3: Mm-hmm. We'll probably talk oh, thanks about to see.
0: yeah. We'll talk about a final trailer for that soon. Yeah, and then we'll drop a review for that when it comes out.
3: Mm-hmm. But... We'll be better about this one than we than we meaning me for Cars Three. <laughs> or about Cars Three.
0: <laughs> Speaking of Cars Three, so just off the top of my head, a drunken Disney for Cars Three. Do you have any ideas, Grace?
2: Oh, um, anytime. Someone skids out or crashes. Anytime, does he ever say "cachao"? Only like a couple times. Oh, those could be shots. Those could be tequila shots.
0: Take a shot every time he says any
2: Anytime <laughs> Nathan Fillion sounds entitled. Ooh.
0: Oh, another one. Take a shot anytime anybody mentions how old Lightning is, because <clears throat> so that's the theme in the movie.
2: So it's three rules. Those are the rules. Then yeah,
0: yeah.
3: It's, just yeah. Just take out take out my shot one, and then
2: <laughs> yeah. Ta-da! Um. Speaking of drunken Disney, I will be in Texas in three weeks. Woo!
0: Yeah. Um,
2: and we will be doing a live episode Woo! for the first time.
0: We will all be in the, the same place. for the First
2: time in oh. really ever. I'll finally get to meet Grace. Right,
3: yeah. Heather and like I, in I person. haven't
2: <laughs> met. I'm I'm not convinced that Heather and I haven't met because we were at Unt at the same time. But
3: we might have like in the commons or something. I also might have been asleep on a couch. When she says commons, she <gasps> means party. <laughs> also, maybe that.
0: I'm I'm not. I also
3: might have been asleep during during those two. I'm not
0: convinced that. I'm I'm now doubting that Heather and Grace are not the same person, even though I've I've never <laughs> seen you both in the same room. So this could be all in my head. This R- whole room. podcast could just be a a very elaborate charade.
2: I it would be hard. You have three, Jesus. three. <laughs> you have three tracks to edit, though.
0: <laughs> You're right.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm impressive. Like I could mute one, and I'm recording on two computers but our voices sound different i'm not that great of a voice actor though <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah
0: i currently I really can't see grace it. either so <laughs> the plot thickens
2: she's the better personality
3: she's on top of her shit <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway so you can look forward to that in a few weeks we haven't really decided, decided what kind of
0: episode we're gonna do i know we're gonna do a mm-hmm. drunken disney and then we might do what Oh, a- a bracket episode live?
2: I think we're going to do a bracket episode live. We'll also do Drunken Disney. Drunken Disney will probably not be posted. <laughs> <laughs> or like
3: clips of it might be. Maybe
2: <laughs> maybe excerpts. Oh, are
0: we going to yeah. do a clip show? Should we do a I clip think, show?
2: I think that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. That'd be great. Nemo, 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 Nemo. Holy fuck
0: (laughs) grace shut up grace Grace, go home you're drunk
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. um upcoming matchups next week next week on disney versus we
0: will finally we've we've advertised this maybe five times we will finally be doing Hercules versus a Goofy Movie and Monsters University versus wreck Ralph.
2: Really? We've just been procrastinating because I don't want to have this discussion. I just don't. I don't want to do it. Oh, I yeah. I don't think any
3: of us really do.
0: Nope.
2: <laughs> I'm probably going to lose a friend over this. Mm-hmm. Like, Heads up, Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is going to be an intense episode.
3: I'm
2: worried what Tim's gonna say.
3: <laughs> I'm, Shout
0: out to I'm Tim. gonna have
2: to get real analytical with Monsters University versus Rick Ralph.
0: One more announcement. I don't know if some of you know, but Big Hero Six has a TV show on, I believe it's Disney XD. And as soon as it gets okay. a release date, I will take it upon myself to put out extra episodes reviewing those episodes for you um, i might get someone outside of this trio because to... he knows
2: i'm not very interested in big hero six
0: yeah grace is <laughs> grace is not a fan i might get heather in on a few episodes if she wants yeah. to watch them but yeah we're going to
3: i just have to record it on my DVR
0: yeah we... at my
3: mom's house because i won't have that at my new apartment <laughs>
2: what are parents for Exactly.
0: Using the DVR.
2: Yeah. And laundry.
0: Yeah. Especially laundry.
2: (laughs) We're all like 26, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We know how to do our own
0: laundry. Guys, adulting is hard. My goodness.
2: Yeah.
0: The economy
3: is not good. We can't do our own laundry at our own place.
0: Yeah. We got got bills and shit.
3: (laughs) (sighs) Don't give in, kids. Don't grow up. Meet Peter Pan.
0: Big Hero 6 already has a second season so that'll be a lot of content for us to talk about and i'm excited they dropped they dropped a trailer for that at uh, d23 as well and it looks really good it's the same animation style as tangled which always which already has its own show and i'm not watching that shit sorry is it
3: is it going to be the same animation as the tangled tv show yes Okay, that's gonna be interesting.
2: That's literally what he just said. I
3: didn't know if he meant the movie or the TV show. I'm just TV dumb. Show. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I'm paying attention. I'm just have only hearing little bits. I guess.
0: Heather ah. needs more sleep.
3: Or coffee. That's so true. Coffee puts me to sleep. So yes, please.
0: It's all those chemicals that. It's all those chemicals that Heather works with every day.
3: That's true. Yeah, I work with a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I, I I'm excited.
3: It'll be good. Can't wait to hear it slash be part of it. So. Hey.
0: That is our show for this week. I hope you Woo! enjoyed us talking about news. I know we went on a lot of tangents. We're getting back in the swing of this, and I really miss talking to these two ladies about Disney stuff.
2: Oh no, Grace is lost again. <laughs> oh wait, I'm back. There she is. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time to hear Tori say that he misses us.
0: You can follow us on most social media on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney Versus. On Twitter at Disney VS. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes and on Google Play. Please give us three and a half candy apples.
3: Mm -hmm. smile everyone this is going on Sneep snap
0: heather's currently snapchatting us because maybe we have a snapchat do we have a Snapchat? we don't we don't never mind we don't have a snapchat it would
3: literally just be like our computers
0: true (laughs) that wouldn't be interesting or sexy at all right (laughs) so uh we're back we've even in this two-month break we've gotten new fans on facebook thanks Mm Mm-hmm. We love you, and, uh... We
3: do. We seriously appreciate you, because I love knowing that, like, our friends listen to this and stuff, but I also love knowing that, like... People we don't even know. that we don't even know are listening to this and, like, appreciate it, so thank you so much for listening.
0: We're doing this for you.
3: And I also apologize for my foul language if it offends you, I guess.
0: I don't apologize for my foul language if it offends you.
3: (laughs) I just want to keep our listeners...
0: (laughs) thank you for listening in short <laughs> and uh, we will see you guys next week
1: goodbye you yeah. yeah.